Two-thirds of Americans are at risk to experience a blackout. Are you ready to protect your family? Well, you could be with the Patriot Power Solar Generator 2000X. This new solar generator has double the capacity and is expandable, so you can run big appliances like your fridge even longer. And best of all, the new solar generator is fume-free, safe to use inside, and never needs gas ever. Over 150,000 Americans already trust Patriot Power Generators. So go to 4, that's the number 4, patriots.com slash Ben to get your solar generator now. You'll even get a solar panel included free. So right now, go to 4patriots.com slash Ben. That's the number 4, patriots.com slash Ben. Hillary Clinton is now having to answer some serious questions about the Durham Spygate probe. And the media is doing everything they can to distract you from the news coming out of this court filing. Now, Hillary Clinton was asked at least one question by the Daily Mail about her spying on Donald Trump. Her response, exactly what you would expect. Hillary, Laura Collins, Daily Mail, did you pay to spy on the Trump campaign? When are you going to comment on the spying allegations, Hillary? Did you pay for the having spied on? That's it. No answers at all. Just a smiling Hillary Clinton, of course, wearing her mask in New York, going to see, I guess, her daughter. Now, a quick reminder, if you're listening to this podcast, please make sure you hit the subscribe or auto download button. And tell your friends about this podcast. Share this on social media. And if you would, write us a five-star review to help us as Democrats have been attacking our podcast recently with bad reviews. Now, let me remind you of how the media covered the fake dossier, the fake connections between uh, Donald Trump-Russia collusion. Don't forget what they did back in the day. They went wall-to-wall coverage on this, and they did it for years because they were trying to undermine the president of the United States of America. They wanted to do it at all costs. And when that was going on, and it was all being paid for by Hillary Clinton, the DNC, and they knew the story was a lie, and the FBI knew it was a lie, and the former FBI director, Mueller, knew it was a lie, the media continued over and over and over and over and over and over and over again. To go along with whatever Hillary Clinton said back in 2016, 2017. Because they wanted to destroy Donald Trump, even though they knew everything was total crap. The president is a Russian operative. This cloud about collusion with Russia will hang over him no matter where he stands. It does look like he's listening to Putin more than he is American intelligence. We're about to find out if the new president of our country is going to do what Russia wants. The presidency is effectively a Russian op. Yes, the presidency is basically a Russian op. Donald Trump is nothing more than a dude that's in charge of America only because the Russians helped him and then they're telling him what to do. That is how the media covered that story. Why are they not covering Durham now in the real story of Hillary Clinton in the United States of America versus Michael Sussman? Why are they not covering the documents Well, let's talk about those revelations so you understand it. Michael Sussman's lawyer, soon to receive a cachet of complaints against John Durham's team. And the media is apparently going to start quoting these false charges and telling you that this is all 
total lies by John Durham's team. That's how they're going to fight back. Now, the media will start covering this story once they have the new fake allegations. What we do know is on January the 25th, Special Counsel John Durham filed a discovery update and a request for an extension of time to provide Michael Sussman documents related to the government's pending criminal case against the former Hillary Clinton campaign lawyer. Let me say it again. This is the Hillary Clinton campaign lawyer. Now, the 19-page court filing that I've now been able to go through, look at, reveals some incredibly fascinating details about this case. It also explains the broader special counsel investigation. And most intriguingly, an apparent rift between Durham's team and the Office of Inspector General. Now, let me give you a quick recap. It was as it was written by the Federalists. What's happened so far? On September the 16th, 2021, last year, Special Counsel's Office filed a one-count indictment against Sussman. He served as the lawyer for the Clinton campaign during the 2016 election cycle. Now, this indictment charged that Sussman had lied to the FBI General Counsel James Baker when he requested that meeting and when he provided false information that he claimed showed that the Trump organization had established a secret KGB-like back channel to communicate with Russia, specifically a Russian bank, a bank called Alpha Bank. Now, according to the indictment, Sussman lied about, quote, the capacity in which he was providing the allegations to the FBI. Sussman falsely stated, quote, he was not doing his work on the allegations that he was giving to the FBI for, quote, any client. The indictment charged Sussman because he was, in fact, working, billing, and acting on behalf of two different people. Number one, a, quote, U.S. technology industry expert at a U.S. Internet company and the Hillary Clinton presidential campaign. Now, before the 2016 election, the Clinton team also pushed claims to the press that a Trump Alpha Bank had a covert communication channel. Slate, a hardcore lefty website, published a detailed story on this. And on this conspiracy theory, the week before the election, the media, of course, ran with a story from Slate, knowing that it was false because they wanted to influence the election because they are nothing more than state-sponsored media of the Democratic Party. The FBI later concluded there was nothing to this story, which the media didn't vet because they didn't want to. They didn't need to. They knew it was fake from the very beginning. They didn't vet it because if they did vet it, they couldn't run it. Now, one of the things the media understood in 2016 is you only need one person to write something so then you can report on the writing of the one place. That place, as I said, was Slate. And then as soon as they report on it, you could say Slate is reporting X, and then you could tell the story. You don't have to vet anything because you're just saying Slate is the one who wrote this. The story and then turned its attention to claim a bigger issue from the story, claiming a broader Trump-Russia collusion. This, again, was all right before the election in 2016. By May of 2019, three years later, after the media for three years had been accusing the President of the United States of America of being a Russian agent, 
The investigators have become the investigated. Then Attorney General Bill Barr directing Durham to investigate certain intelligence and law enforcement activities surrounding the 2016 presidential election. Prior to the 2020 election, Barr appointed Durham as a special counsel, and for the last three and a half years, he has continued in that role. With little fanfare, leaks have not been coming from Durham. Why? Because apparently he's doing a good job and not trying a case through the media. He's actually looking at the facts, which is exactly what law enforcement is supposed to do and investigators are supposed to do. The complete opposite of what happens when it's the Obama and Biden regime in charge and the Clinton regime for that matter. So here's what we know from this new filing. Number one, there's a lot more to come. In fact, Sussman represents only the third individual charged as a result of Durham's probe. In August 2020, FBI lawyer Kevin Kleinsmith, an FBI lawyer, an FBI lawyer, pleaded guilty to altering an email to push forward with a FISA surveillance application to spy on American Carter Page. On November the 4th of 2021, Durham charged Danchenko, that's Christopher Steele's primary subsource with five counts of lying to the FBI. Every one of these people has a direct connection to Hillary Clinton and her campaign. So now with this filing and assessment case, this new filing, there's reason to believe more is to come, much more. And that's the first key takeaway that the media is not wanting to cover. Now, there is an active, quote, ongoing criminal investigation of Hillary Clinton's campaign lawyer assessment and his conduct. Know that. After the news broke of the indictment against Sussman, the left quickly spun the charge as a nothing burger, right? Is that all that John Durham has, is what many in the media asked at the time. It's just a one-count indictment. This is a joke. This is all they found after three and a half years? Of course, the indictment of Danchenko, a little over a month later, proved that wasn't the case at all. But even before Durham charged Danchenko, the media should have known more was to come. And that's why they tried to make this story disappear or undermine it or seem like it was little or tiny or that there's nothing there. Remember, when the special counsel's office charged Sussman, it should have been clear from Durham's timing that he was trying to outrun the clock on the five-year statute of limitations. With Sussman's alleged lie to Baker occurring on September the 19th, 2016, the special counsel team had to file the indictment when it did to prevent the charge from being time-barred. In other words, he had to charge quickly that charge because he was running out of time. It didn't mean that the case was over. In fact, it gave him plenty of time to start charging other people that had committed crimes. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Now, it is very clear that Durham was not done. The 27-page speaking indictment showed that. Among other details, it revealed that in crafting 
the Trump Alpha Bank narrative, I'm referring to the Clinton campaign. Computer researchers working with her team access data of an executive branch office of the U.S. government, which the, quote, Internet company was able to set up and had come to possess as a subcontractor in a sensitive relationship, quote, between the U.S. government and another company. Now, I want you to really think about that. Durham goes in, he files this 27-page speaking indictment, and he throws in there that, oh, by the way, we know that an Internet company and a high-ranking official did some sort of deal that gave access to the Clinton team to undermine Donald Trump and to spy on the president in the White House. Now, of course, the media is trying to act like this is not a big deal. They're trying to downplay this. MSNBC all morning long was trying to act like what I just talked about was like somehow not a big deal or don't overreact to it. The fact that an Internet company gave access to anyone to spy on the president of the United States of America tells you just how unsecure the White House actually is. How someone doesn't go to jail for this immediately and this Internet company gets shut down immediately is beyond me. And maybe we're going to get there at some point. Now, Deschenko's indictment made it clear that the special counsel's office was not done in general. And the filing by the special counsel suggests he's, he isn't even done, apparently, with Sussman at this point. Quote from the indictment, or from this 27-page speaking indictment, the government also maintains an active, ongoing criminal investigation of the defendant's conduct and other matters. Special counsel Durham's office repeated the point two more times, adding more texture. And the third instance when it said, quote, in addition... The special counsel's office maintains an active, ongoing criminal investigation of these and other matters that is not limited to the offense charged in the indictment. So, no, this offense is not all Durham has, and the media knows that. This isn't all he has in general or potentially related directly to Sussman. But the media is trying to act like this is just a big nothing burger. No reason to cover it. Hillary Clinton is safe. Hillary Clinton can walk around without having to worry about questions or cameras, right? Just one reporter's asked her something so far. No problem. We've got this. Now, I will remind you of how scumbaggery the dictators and tyrants of the media are when it came to a story that they knew was a lie, a story of Russian collusion. What did they say about Donald Trump? This is what they said. The president is a Russian operative. This cloud about collusion with Russia will hang over him no matter where he stands. It does look like he's listening to Putin more than he is American intelligence. We're about to find out if the new president of our country is going to do what Russia wants. The presidency is effectively a Russian op. Yes, there it is. The president is apparently a Russian op. Mark Elias has been called before the grand jury. This is significant. It's another significant revelation that the media is refusing to cover. That's why I'm telling you about it. And I hope everybody listening will grab this and share a podcast with this information because we are up against all of big tech and we are up against all of the mainstream media who's refusing to tell you the story that I'm telling you today. Now, it's not like I got insider information for what I'm telling you. And the fact that you're probably hearing this for the first time and the only time you're going to hear it tells you that the media knows this and they're deliberately not telling you the story. 
They don't want you to know what I'm telling you now. They have access to it. It's a public document. You can read it. You can download it. You can read the whole thing. It's up there on the Internet. It's not hard. It literally says case one, two, one, zero, zero, five, eight, two. Document 35, filed on 211, page 1 of 13, United States District Court for the District of Columbia, United States of America versus Michael Sussman, the defendant. It's there. Anyone can read this, including journalists. They've read it, by the way. They just don't want to report on it. Now, this other significant revelation in this court filing concerns Sussman's Perkins Coy colleague. Now, that's a law firm that Hillary Clinton works with. Mark Ellis. Elias, the top lawyer for the Hillary Clinton campaign. I'm going to say that again. The grand jury in these court filings, the top lawyer for Hillary Clinton's campaign has been called before the grand jury. Now, this lawyer identified in the Sussman indictment and the government's discovery update as campaign lawyer number one, quote, provided sworn grand jury testimony according to the special counsel's office. That revelation proves significant, given that Hillary Clinton's top lawyer served as an attorney for the Clinton campaign, and thus attorney-client privilege would generally protect the communications related to the legal work performed. Now, let me break that down for you, all right? You've got this attorney. He's campaign lawyer number one. He goes before the grand jury. Usually an attorney in this position would be protected because of client, attorney, attorney-client privilege. And all of a sudden he's before the grand jury. As one lawyer put it, the fact that Mark, the DNC Clinton lawyer, was even before a grand jury indicates that Durham has used the crime and fraud exception to compel disclosure of information and to elicit the testimony of Hillary Clinton's top attorney. Let me explain to you what the crime fraud exemption is. It provides that communications are not protected by attorney-client privilege, and Hillary Clinton's top attorney knows this, right? There's a reason why he went before the grand jury. He didn't want to be there, I'm sure, but he understands and gets it, right? This crime fraud exception provides... That communications are not protected by attorney-client privilege if a client seeks advice from an attorney to plan or commit a crime. I'm going to say it again because the media should be telling you this. To get an attorney for Hillary Clinton in front of a grand jury, you basically have to go to that attorney and say, you were giving advice. You were providing advice to your client, Hillary Clinton, And Hillary Clinton and her team were seeking advice from you as an attorney while they you knew that they were or while they were planning or actively committing a crime. Now, this is speculation, okay, from an attorney, but you you understand they they know, okay, what would it take to get this attorney for Hillary Clinton in front of a grand jury? How is this even possible when you have attorney client privilege? This is how you would probably get there. Now, if the special prosecutor Durham did successfully use the crime fraud exception to question Hillary Clinton's top attorney or force the production of documents, this clearly would be a massive development, right? You would think that the media would want to speculate on this, especially given 
this top attorney's role in hiring Fusion GPS, which hired Christopher Steele. Now, there's more than even that. We also now know that many others have been called before the grand jury. Clinton's top attorney was not the only one called before this grand jury. Durham's team laid out in this filing in an effort to obtain an extension to the discovery deadline. In addition to Clinton's top attorney, the grand jury heard sworn testimony from James Baker. They also heard sworn testimony from the assistant director of the FBI's counterintelligence division, a former FBI deputy assistant director for counterintelligence and an FBI special agent as well as an FBI headquarters supervisor, special agent. That's not all. The grand jury also heard from two CIA employees, two employees of Georgia Tech, and a former employee of one of the Internet companies identified in the indictment. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. There's something else that's very significant. And that's the list of individuals or companies that serve, that have been served with grand jury subpoenas for documents. Now, this includes the Clinton campaign, known as a political organization in the filing, likely the Democratic National Committee, the law firm of Perkins Coy, not one, not two, but three Internet companies that are connected to the Hillary Clinton campaign and the spying on Donald Trump, even while he was the president in the White House. Georgia Tech University, because that's where the students were data mining all this stuff and Fusion GPS, as well as a public relations firm that advised Perkins Coy concerning public statements they issued in 2018 about the Sussman's meeting with the former FBI general counsel. Now, the full list of materials provided to Sussman's legal team added additional insight into the breadth of the special counsel's investigation including the fact that Durham's team conducted at least 94 interviews. Now, in addition to Baker, Durham's team interviewed more than 24 other current or former FBI employees. You want to talk about the deep state? When you got 24 other people on top of the two top people at the FBI that are being interviewed by the special counsel, you know just how corrupt the deep state is in Washington. Durham's team interviewed more than not only 24 other current and former FBI employees, but numerous CIA employees as well. A dozen employees at various internet companies connected to the Hillary Clinton campaign, as well as employees of her lawyers and the former chairman of Perkins Coy. They also interviewed a former employee of the Clinton campaign and four current and former employees of Georgia Tech. They were the ones used to help with the data data mining of all the Internet traffic coming in and out of the White House. Likewise, interesting is that the special counsel's office turned over to Sussman 
12 different transcripts of interviews conducted by the DOJ's Office of Inspector General in connection with the OIG's investigation of Crossfire Hurricane. That Durham had these documents suggests the special counsel's office is reviewing the OIGs and uh, compiled as part of its own investigation. Remember, Crossfire Hurricane was about getting Donald Trump. Now, there was also a little final asterisk that I would want to mention here, and the Federalists did a great job of laying this out. The special counsel's office provided Sussman nearly 400 emails that its team had retrieved from the FBI's holdings that were either sent to, received from, or copied to Sussman's Perkins Coy email address between January of 2016 through June of 2017. Now, 400 plus emails that the FBI is sending to Perkins Coy email address. That's a lot of email messages. So the question obviously now is who at the FBI was Sussman communicating with during that time period? And what in the hell were they talking about unless they were leaking information? Now, all of this would be wall to wall coverage during normal times. A question that I've heard asked time and time again online on on social media and also at Fox when they're talking about this is a simple question, but an important one. Is this bigger than Watergate? Based on what I just provided to you, based on the information, I think it's abundantly clear that this is as, as least as big as Watergate. But Watergate was missing something that this investigation has. The government's involvement in it. The government's involvement in spying. The FBI, the CIA, top-level people at the White House and the FBI and the CIA that were involved in this. People around Obama, people around Clinton, people around Biden. You go back to Watergate, they didn't have this. You didn't have the weaponizing of the federal government to spy on the on a sitting president of the United States of America. You didn't have the weaponizing of the government to help frame and what was clearly, in my opinion, a coup attempt by the deep state to get rid of a president that they didn't like. Why didn't they like him? Because he was going to drain the swamp. They couldn't control Donald Trump. And so they said, OK, if we can't control you, we're going to destroy you. We're going to get you impeached. We're going to spy on you. We're going to leak information about you. We're going to come in and harass your staff and then indict your staff, which is exactly what they did with General Flynn. Remember James Comey? I decided to send a couple guys over to the White House Situation Room. General Flynn, thinking he's serving his country, has nothing to worry about. They didn't go through the White House Counsel's Office because they wanted to nail this guy for something. They needed to try to flip him on Trump and get some dirt on Trump. And that's how the FBI was acting. That's how out of control the FBI actually was at the time when all this was going down. Now you have an issue, and this is the part where I'm going to need your help. We have got to get the public informed about what I just told you. Share our podcast. Take notes. Write down the information that I just gave you. Put it up on social media. It's important because what we now have to deal with is If a big tree falls in the forest and no one is around, no one hears it, did it even happen? The court of public opinion 
we're going to have to start letting people know all of this information. Otherwise, they are, in fact, going to get away with it. In addition to detailing all of the information the special counsel's office has already provided Sussman, or would shortly in requesting an extension to finish discovery, what we now know is that Durham's team stressed the, the reach of Sussman's discovery demands and the transparency with which those demands were met. That's part of the reason why Durham is winning right now. And I'm talking about Durham is, Durham is winning legally. Sussman's attorneys, for example, requested all of the prosecution team's communication with counsel for witnesses or subjects in this investigation, including any records reflecting any consideration, concern, or threats from your office related to those individuals or their counsel's conduct and all formal or informal complaints received by you or others about the conduct of the special counsel's office. Now, why would Sussman's team do this? Because they want to make it look like this is a witch hunt and that this is a rogue man in Durham. They understand public opinion, and they're about to try to do everything they can to discredit him. That's why they're doing this. Now, the last thing I want to bring up is this. Near the end of the special counsel's 19-page discovery, which I will link on social media, grab it on Getter, Parler, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. I'll put up the link so you guys can go read this 19-page discovery update, an extension request. Here's the final takeaway from this. There's something strange going on in the Office of Inspector General. According to the filing on December the 17th, 2021, the Office of the Inspector General provided the Special Counsel's Office a written forensic report concerning a, quote, cyber-related matter that Sussman had told an OIG special agent in charge about. Specifically, in early 2017, Sussman told the OIG agent that one of his, quote, clients had observed that a specific OIG employee's computer was seen publicly in Internet traffic and was connecting to a virtual private network in a foreign country. When the OIG's office provided Durham's team the forensic report, it represented that it had no other file or other documentation relating to this cyber matter. However, one week ago, Sussman's attorney informed Durham's team that Sussman had, in fact, personally met with the DOJ's Inspector General in March of 2017, which he passed on the tip about this Office of Inspector General employee's connection to a foreign VPN. Now, while Sussman had... Not told the OIG his client's name at the time, last week his lawyers informed Durham's team that it was Tech Executive One in this update who, was, who had discovered the OIG employee's computer connecting to a VPN in a foreign country. Upon learning the news, Durham's team promptly contacted the OIG again and learned for the first time, you ready for this? That Sussman had met with both the Inspector General and his then General Counsel in March 2017 about the above-described cyber matter. Since then, including over this last weekend, the OIG had been providing further documentation related to that meeting to the special counsel's office. So in other words, the OIG, the Office of Inspector General, basically withheld information from Durham on purpose. They got busted, and now you've got a rift because the OIG seems to be protecting the deep state instead of the American people. I wish I could say this is all I have. It's not. And when I say I wish I could say this is all I have, but it's not, this is not good for America. 
This is awful. The fact that the FBI was doing this, the OIG's office was doing this, the fact that all of these bad actors with the Clinton campaign and our United States government was doing this scares the hell out of me. And it should scare the hell out of you, too. It should terrify you that this is even able to happen, that you can spy on the sitting president of the United States of America, and apparently no one gets in trouble for it so far. The fact that Hillary Clinton could allow for multiple Internet companies at her direction to spy on the president of the United States of America and allow for unfeathered access to IP and information is shocking. And the fact that she's still walking around today is also even more shocking. It's scary as hell. I'll have more on this. I can promise you tomorrow is more comes out. And I'll say it again. Please help us expose this. You guys are the ones that help this stuff, this information get out. I do the research. I get you the information. You've got to help get it out. So share this information. Share this podcast. Hit that forward button. Write us a five-star review. And make sure other people hear what I told you today. And I'll see you back here tomorrow. Two-thirds of Americans are at risk to experience a blackout. Are you ready to protect your family? Well, you could be with the Patriot Power Solar Generator 2000X. This new solar generator has double the capacity and is expandable, so you can run big appliances like your fridge even longer. And best of all, the new solar generator is fume-free, safe to use inside, and never needs gas ever. Over 150,000 Americans already trust Patriot Power Generators. So go to 4, that's the number 4, patriots.com slash Ben to get your solar generator now. You'll even get a solar panel included free. So right now, go to 4patriots.com slash Ben. That's the number 4, patriots.com slash Ben.